loved this film. I love this film. And like Penny, I had to watch it. I had to watch it all the time because she watched it all the time. And it was wonderful. But you have told it in the most miserable, sad way that I feel like I never want to watch it again. You must be new here. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Light of Wagons. Hello, welcome to episode 99. Woo! 99. 99! 99! For the big one. My name is Dan. Joining me, it's very different looking around the room, but joining me is Penny. I'm not different, but hello. I wish you were different. Uh, Andy's not here. He <laughs> um, was. He's, he's had, he was. But he's had to run off. He's had to, a couple errands to run, so he won't be joining us. <laughs> joining us is someone who has referred to me as the other one on two occasions. <laughs> it's Jenny. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. Hello, the other one. I did try to refer to you as Dandy for you and Andy, but you said that was Please. not okay. No, that's just like a pet name for us. I don't like it. I'm sorry. And you can't use it now because Andy's not here. No. no. And Andy wished me happy birthday. You, the other one, did not. I told Penny this, <laughs> that I saw your post on your Instagram. <laughs> How could you miss it? I was in the middle of doing something, I think. And unfortunately, I did like the photo, right? <laughs> At least did that. Jesus, what have we become? It's Dan's birthday next week. So you can not say happy yeah. birthday to him next week. I will not say week. happy birthday to you. That's fine. And you will I, feel I it. I won't hold a grudge. I won't hold a grudge. It's absolutely fine. Yes, welcome to episode 99. Later on today, we'll be talking about Penny's Choice film. Uh, a very childhood film, which is, I guess, the reason why your sister's here. Because both of you saw this, right? When you I, were youngins. I basically mentioned that it was the film out of the hat. And she went, can I come on? And seeing as oh. how we've watched it a million times, then... Okay. Why not? And it's half term. So it's usually a half term when I'm here. So we're watching The Flight of the Dragons from the 80s, everyone. The early Remember 80s times? too. The early 80s. It's even older than I am, that movie. I wasn't born. Me neither. None of us were. Me neither. <laughs> Dan's, Dan's a baby. Sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> am I the youngest? Oh, yeah, I'm answering you right are. now. Penny, it's a sad day. It is a sad day. It is your final, it's your final 90s go around. It's the final 90s. Yes, I'm aware that's not I didn't have song. that queued up. I'm sorry. I forgot no, to right. get the Prince one. I forgot to get the... Oh, yeah. One. Party like it's 99. There's so many. Yeah. But it is 1999. the middle of that track no i have not <laughs> it goes in a weird direction if you've oh, never does heard it because it. it's quite yeah. long isn't it didn't we decide it was like three minutes but i knew you wouldn't need all three so i think i only listened a little bit further than this what do you mean it goes in a weird direction I, you might not like it oh. that's what i mean you've loved this song I so much but like Maybe I'll, I'll play at the end after this oh. and you can make up your mind since it is the last one we're doing, so... Um, but it just, it goes in a different direction. Interesting. <laughs> How could it be any different? We'll find out at I the end. I know! 
I thought it was just that loop constantly. For like fucking four minutes and 26 seconds, but no. Well, there's got to be a bridge or something. There is a bridge. Yeah. It's a questionable bridge. We'll listen to <laughs> it's it later. my favorite kind of bridge. 1999. Rise of Eiffel 64. What? Dan loves blue. Uh, I'm blue. I like yeah. blue drinks. But just like that song? Drinks. Yeah. Or the band. I don't even think it was 99. He loves that song, not the band. Everyone bought that song when it came no, out, No one right? bought that song, no. Everyone bought that. It was on now 40... Yes, I didn't buy that song, did I? I bought Six. that album and it was. they were just there as a side piece. And it was the first track. And the first track usually indicates what was the best song of that time. It was no. that one. What does it even say? 99. I like you better. This is going to be so direct. Dan says 1999. <laughs> you say 1999 with your T's. Wow. Because I was taught proper. Notable films from 1999. The Green Mile, which I still don't want to watch because no. it's too sad. Oh. Never seen it. No. Sad. American sad. Pie. Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, which I'm sad now Andy's not here because we all know it's the better of the ones. Never seen that. <laughs> Notting Hill. Too good stuff. No, I literally sent you. A no? no, I literally sent Penny a list of like amazing. They're coming up later. Don't worry. Films and these are not them. Uh, the Blair Witch Project. Hold on. Yes. If, if Notting Hill came out in 1999, is that when what's his face got caught with the prostitute? Because it was around that time. Oh, was, was that when he got over the prostitute? I think it was. Or got on the prostitute? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. It was around that time. Wasn't it was it? around it then. After. I think it must have been after. Do you know the story, Dan? I don't know the story. No. Just. He got caught with a prostitute and he got arrested? He was dating Liz Hurley. And she was like the... And he took her on to... I think it must have been... I think it was the Notting Hill premiere. And she wore this dress and it was... Like, people still talk about it. It was like a black dress and it was just done up with safety pins at the side. Yep. Like, that's when he introduced Liz Hurley to the world. And everyone was like, oh, she's beautiful. She's amazing. And then he was found with, like, a dirty... Having a blowjob from like a dirty prostitute in LA somewhere. Okay, can we not call her a dirty prostitute? Can we she, just she call wasn't, her? She wasn't a nice one. No, but she wasn't a nice one. <laughs> can we at least go with a dirty sex clean. worker? Is that better? <laughs> if you want. She was a uh, slightly. I've got no issue with clean. it, but she wasn't nice looking. They say the f word 133 times in the Blair Witch Project. That was the only um, fact I've got about that one. Is that, is that the only? <laughs> I've got quite a lot of other facts, so what, I didn't. They I didn't, swear I didn't a lot. feel the need for. For other facts of that movie. What, but is it real? Well, no, it's not real. But some of it was well. real. because I did read a fact where they put something outside her tent in the morning and she just kind of picked it up and threw it out of the way. She didn't realise like that they put it there to freak her out. So then they had to ring her and be like, yeah, we put that there. Can you, can you react? So some of it was real reactions. Wasn't it the actual phenomenon? Because, uh, you know, at the start of the film, they interviewed the town. I thought the actual... Blair Witch phenomenon no. was real, but they just decided to obviously jazz it up a bit. I don't maybe, think. Or was it completely? I think it was all bullshit. But it was bits like you know. I don't know if you remember. There's a bit they get pissed off because they walk. They realise they've been walking around in circles all day. Apparently that was real. Yes. They yeah. actually got lost. So they kind of, from what I remember, is they just kind of dumped them in the woods with the cameras, and left them there. And then bits like they would sneak in in the middle of the night and put weird shit outside the tent or do weird shit to them and they didn't know what it was even though they knew they were filming a film right. so their reactions and things were real but it wasn't real real it's the most influential film of the year mm. of the decade because it spawned so many fucking hidden camera or not hidden camera yeah we love word? found footage found oh, footage 
stuff. Speaking yes. of so. films with naughty words in, South Park, Bigger, Longer and Uncut. It contained 399 profane words. So naughty words. Uh, yes. Oh, that's weird. I've just realised they also said fuck 133 times, which is the same amount as the Blair Witch. That's spooky, isn't it? Um, and there were 128, <laughs> 128 offensive gestures and 221 acts of violence. Well, Toy Story 2 came out that year as well, they and did. I think they said fuck that many times as well. Probably they did. <laughs> um, I'm putting these on notable movies. Uh, take that as you will. Go and Idle Hands, because we've watched both of those out of the hat. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're House on Haunted Hill. You can look forward. Ooh, you can look forward to that one, good one. everybody. And uh, a favourite of other Bennett's, Deep Blue Sea, came out in 1999. Yeah, I love that film so much. Do you love it or do you find it no, funny? I love it. I love. I don't really like sharks. I'm not really into sharks. I just right. LL Cool J. Like he's really pissed off about his bird because the shark eats his bird. Not an actual person, like an actual. Oh, like, an actual bird. bird, yeah. I'm, yeah, and he goes, "You eat my, my bird. bird," and he blows it up. And Samuel Jackson's like walking around, giving a big old speech, like trying to pump everyone up, like he's an Avenger. And then a shark. That's my funniest scene. The shark ever. comes out, it's the funniest grabs thing. him. <laughs> cracking film that is. And then there's like the, the main actress is really serious, and you're not meant to be there, but it's a good film. It it's a good film that I can't take serious. I want to watch it again. But yes. Right now. <laughs> I would not. Right now. Right, now. right we're putting it on. I can't lose you as well. Sorry, Andy's had to go to the post box That's and Ginny's got to go and watch a film. <laughs> I've got to watch Dan will be like, I've got to go do the dishes. Bye. <laughs> I'm also sad Andy's not here because him and Dan would both be happy to know that Christian Slater took a year off this year. Oh, thank God. This is the he last no time and he took a year off. He did no movies. Oh, no. What a shame. Yeah. No wonder his career just. No, he did. He I still guess. had a couple of good years afterwards because. Uh, Pen, Shut up. It started out so positively. You were when we were back in ninety two, ninety three. You're like, oh yeah, the great. He was in no, this. No, he and peaked that and the in other. the middle. When we, we... He peaked somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but he's now not just doing any films in ninety nine. Like you're, you're not doing your job. Yeah, but he did. For a whole he year did. He's like in, in rehab. He could have been in rehab. He was doing well. at least two films every year, and then he did one film in two thousand, and then three in two thousand and one. Uh, Oh, I'm just looking at the list. It, yeah, 1998 was the peak. It goes downhill from there until... until oh, I haven't seen most of these. <laughs> hmm. So I'm at 2020 and I don't really like any of those movies or have seen many. I haven't seen anything from the, him. He does a lot of TV in... now. Also, yes. if you, okay. you go from like 2006 and a lot of the notes on Wikipedia just say direct to DVD. Direct to DVD, direct to DVD, <laughs> uncredited in Hot Tub Time Machine 2. He's uncredited? Yeah. So, yeah, 19, 1998 finished with Very Bad Things, which I'm a big fan of. And then uh, he did maybe one more film. He did 3,000 Miles to Graceland in 2001, which I enjoyed. But other than that. Poor man. Yeah. Well, he did a lot of telly oh, and Mr. Robot man. and all that stuff. So he's fine. What was not fine in 1999 was the highest grossing movie. Which was... Star Wars. Oh, no. not good Star one, though. No, The Phantom Menace. Oh, $924 million. That's got Darth Maul in it, hasn't it? The real Darth Maul. Yeah. It does have Darth Maul and a very excellent Hugh McGregor and um, thingy. I forgot his name. Liam Neeson. 
Uh, no, who who's terrible? Cry. What's his name? Jar Jar Binks! Christian. Uh, oh. What's the, <laughs> young Anakin, or whatever. Oh, the the yeah, young little, Darth Maul. Um, no, not the little. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch Star Wars. He got he got purposely Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Thank you. With um, he got slated for the rest of his career because of that film, and uh, it's affected his career. I think since then. But Liam Neeson was so eager to be in the film, he didn't bother reading the script. And ironically, he has. Well, I don't think this is ironic. He reportedly disliked working on the film once the principal photography began. It's also. Um, had the dubious honour as being the highest grossing film to be nominated for a Razzie until Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was released in 2018. It's also one of the few films that's been nominated for both a Razzie and an Oscar in the same year. In the same year? Yeah, it did not win any Oscars. Is Razzie bad? Yeah, it's like the golden raspberries. And so what was the other one? Jurassic World? Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. When they let all the dinosaurs out. Not the new one, I guess. Not the who new let one, the yeah. dinosaur out? <laughs> <laughs> that stupid um, little kid. That's who. It didn't. It didn't win any Oscars, but it did win a Razzie for worst supporting actor for poor Ahmed Best, who was the voice of Jar Jar Binks. I don't get the hate with Jar Jar. I like Jar Jar Binks, but Lewis is so against Jar Jar. He's he's the comic relief in that terrible film. You need something, and that here was the isn't only that thing. film a bit racist? I mean, <laughs> all films are racist. <laughs> Only ones we watch. Only ones we watch from the 90s and to early 2000s era, usually. Yeah, early but wasn't it like, I know we get like accidentally racist and we did watch a film about racist ghosts, but wasn't this like sure. a bit like... What was racist feel, about Star Wars? <laughs> wasn't it something, well, I didn't watch it, but wasn't people said it was racist like the the markets and the slave traders and I don't know, something. Good fact, Penny. Good fact. I know if you associate people with that, then I don't know. Then maybe you're the racist. <laughs> you, maybe you're the racist. <laughs> uh, about, well, people were mad about the Star Wars accused of race stereotypes. I'm not reading it, but that's what Google says. So I didn't say it. So you can have a Razzie. And I was just looking at 99. Um, I, I didn't know if you were going to bring it up, but Stuart Little. <sighs> I was not going to bring it up, but... Stuart Little was out. That ending to that film is bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. I don't remember. He gets away the cat. You know the cat that's been chasing him the entire time? The fluffy cat. Mm. Yeah. It's always a white fluffy cat, isn't it? Always. It is. Even it's in like Cats a, and Dogs, the evil cat, cat was... Isn't a, it? Yes, cat, it's a bad guy cat. Yes. That cat in Cats and Dogs is literally the funniest cat in the entire world. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me a funnier cat. Garfield. Tell me right now. Okay. Garfield. Okay. All right. <laughs> well done, Penny. Also, Isma as a cat. Garfield is not funny. He's just a, he's a catchphrase machine, and that's it. What about Heathcliff? Oh yeah. See. Heathcliff. Heathcliff. No, no one could terrorize the neighbourhood. Help me, Andy. Come back. <laughs> are you? How? Are you, did you ever know Heathcliff? No. I'm too young. Yes. He was like a Garfield Garfield ripoff. <laughs> a Garfield ripoff. Now he I ate, have to he look ate this up. fish instead of lasagna. And he liked fish. But all cats bit, eat fish. <laughs> a bit more like Isn't Top that... Cat. Didn't he live in a bin? Top he was cat. Like, he was an edgy Garfield. <laughs> just sing he was grouch, at you. <laughs> but he lived in a bin. <laughs> top did Cat live didn't live in the bin. He lived on the streets. I remember Top didn't Cat. They live in a, didn't they live in bins though? Where did they sleep? They were strays. Yeah. How did he afford those clothes if he lived in a bin? They stole them. Yeah. From who? From the bins. The Cats Protection Mate. League. 
If the cats in the Cats Protection League have those clothes, they can stay there. Top cat was just they were just scavenging they were scavenging around and they found these clothes they found and then clothes he in the found, bin. People put clothes in the bin all the time. With a hat and then he became Top Cat. He's the Top Cat. Mafia. He's the Top Cat. Yeah. He's the cat. Be anyway, Lil has a bullshit ending and that's all. Yeah. He What's he the- rides away in a plane and fuck well, who's the guy that's Is in it, it a person sized plane or a mouse sized plane? No, it's a mouse sized plane, which made me think like Oh, you made it sound like he got on like a normal person sized plane and just like no. went on holiday. Where does he go? And he flies around trying to get away from the cat and I mean it's it's silly. The, the boy so. that was in Stuart Little was in like Celebrity Big Brother and he was like he was like really hench. He's hench now, isn't he? Yeah. Jonathan Nicky. Yeah, he's hench now. I don't know about now, but he was for a while. He was in Celebrity Big Brother. That's how you know. Oh, oh, okay. Hmm. Okay, I'm just looking it up. Toy Story 2. Worst one. Apparently, uh, the original version, when Buzz says, we have a friend in need, the American flag was shown in the background. And I just like the way this fact was worded. It says, but due to the world situation, it was changed to a spinning globe when shown overseas. So the world situation was obviously just that people don't like America. <laughs> was it Twin Towers? That was before. Or maybe. No, I don't was, know. No, sure 99 was, was 2000. I, know, I was, was in primary school still. Yeah, so it's just, I just like the way it was phrased. Due to the world situation. It's just the fact of everyone hating America. Yeah. They decided not to put the American flag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Penny's and, giving me half facts today and not following them up. With, they're not. With, to be fair, know, I look them up on I the internet. I question that is, sometimes. <laughs> this is all I get from the internet. Zerg's blaster goes up to 11. This is a reference to... Spinal Tap. Thank you, Daniel. Not seeing it. Have you not seen Spinal Tap? <laughs> she's, Come on. I was going to say she's a child. She's older than you are. And also, this is for British <laughs> fans only. Sorry. The baggage handler in Toy Story 2, you know, that well-known baggage handler who says yep. there's a couple more bags coming from the terminal. It's children's TV presenter Andy Peters. <laughs> <laughs> I only picked really good facts that are really useful. That he did to know. Blue Peter, right? Yeah. No. Or something. He did. He, no, he wasn't. He was in the he was in the broom cupboard. He was a TV presenter. Who was the he one was, that did Get Your Own Back? Dave Benson Phillips. Oh, that's it, yes. That was good. Andy Peters was like the BBC presenter and he had Ed the Duck and he lived they lived in the broom cupboard. I thought you were gonna say he lived in a tadpole <laughs> hole. Ah, oh, The Matrix. Oh, oh, shit. I don't know any of these films, Penny. I literally sent you a list. The Matrix? I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've never seen it either. You know the that. The Matrix? Oh, come you on. You know we've never seen it. What, you haven't seen... Oh, yeah, you haven't seen you... it either. What the fuck? What is going on? Ugh. Yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> Due to the popularity of the film, Carrie Ann Moss stated that it is impossible for her to go out wearing sunglasses because she is so easily recognisable as Trinity. Imagine that you're in a movie, you go outside, no one really notices, you put your sunglasses on, everyone's like, oh my god, it's you. I wonder if it's still, I mean, I know the new one just come out, so maybe maybe she's back to not being able to, maybe she had like a bit in the like late 2000s where she could wear her sunglasses again and now she's like, fuck. She barely wears her sunglasses in the new one and you oh. still know it's Carrie so, Elmore. So, uh, yeah, the, the greatest, one of the greatest action films of all time, The Matrix, I've said it before. So Andy said the same thing. They love it. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing film. Some people didn't love it. They complained that many scenes in the movie have a greenish tint to them. But this was a deliberate... Uh, yes. This was deliberate <laughs> on part of the filmmakers. And it was supposed to be a clue. So all the scenes that occur within the Matrix have the green tint overlaying them. 
And while the rest of the movie does not, the real world scenes are all blue tinted. So if you yes. haven't seen it, now you'll know. But then how uh, how do you know if the Matrix is just creating a Matrix or you're with and it's trying and to... And this is why I can't watch this film because it's just too much. <laughs> I struggle with real life, not alone Jen, fake would, life. Jen, would you take the blue pill or the red pill? I don't know because I, 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 I was thinking about this because it's on, it's on my quiz. It's in one of my quizzes, but I don't remember which one's which. I'd go blue because I like blue things. I you think, go for a blue pill? Yeah. I think I got it right on the quiz and I can't remember what the answer what was. What does that mean? What do I win? No, you just get a blue pill. Liar. You remain the same as you are right now uh, in, I was gonna say, in the, the current reality. Woo! Or, I win! Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> you, you stay in the illusion that you think is life, but if you took the red pill... You, you get would out. Open your eyes and see what's really there behind. And the you'd door. be a little gooey fetus. Go- gooey fetus. Isn't he sure. in a little goo egg like one of those He's aliens? He's reborn. Yes, he gets yeah. reborn because I don't want to go into nerdy explanations of the Matrix because <laughs> he'll be here forever. Matt Voldemort's like a little gooey fetus, isn't he? And he's like at the train station. Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry, <what? laughs> he's at the train station. Where? Yeah, he's at, he's at like, the white train station when Harry dies. Spoilers. Harry, like Harry, we, sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen Harry Potter now, then tough Dan, luck. Dan won't watch. Dan thinks the first one shouldn't exist because they were shit actors. They were shouldn't terrible exist. actors. Thank you. Penny and I had a full blown fight over the the last book, like actual punch up, and we were grown ups. So my mum came into the kitchen and was like, "What the fuck are you two doing?" Because Penny threatened to what, read Deathly Hallows. Yeah, I was joking, and I threat threatened to read the last page, so she threw the book in my face. <laughs> So Penny oh. kicked me, and then it all just erupted. <laughs> so we take Harry Potter very seriously. Good. I mean, I don't. <laughs> well, clearly, Penny, and that nearly lost you your life. <laughs> Neo's passport expires on September 11th, 2001. That's when 9-11 happened. It Did does. that happen on purpose? No, I suppose that was after, no, wasn't it? No, it was a very no. coincidence. I had loads of facts for Andy. Dogma came out in 1999. Apparently, Emma Thompson was originally slated to play God, but had to back out in order to have a baby. And I'm quite glad she wasn't God. I thought Alanis Morissette was amazing. Kevin Smith did not get along with the the female lead of Dogma, Linda Fiorentino, who he found difficult and unpleasant. And it says in brackets, in Smith's defense, Fiorentino reportedly had a reputation for being a diva behind the scenes of many of her films. And her career came to an abrupt halt in the 2000s due to her reputation and her ties to a major criminal case. And Smith has confessed that he wished he'd cast Janine Garofalo in the lead part, which I really wanted Addy's opinion on, but he's not here. Is that what her crimes were? Like, were they major crimes or were they just silly crimes? Her ties to a major criminal case. You know why I don't go any further into these? Jenny has pointed it out. Half facts. You do know there will be questions asked though, right? <laughs> I know, but I was also still watching the movie Out of the Hat at 7.25. <laughs> well, at least one of us prepared. Some of us are busy. I am busy too. Penny was busy. so busy Where is last Andy? night. I was, no, I was at Jenny's house watching telly with her. We watched, we watched <laughs> Below Deck last night till like half ten. <laughs> and then we were like, oh shit, we should have watched the movie. <laughs> it wasn't her. It was something to do with she was dating an FBI agent or something that had something to do with something. It's not very exciting. The Sixth Sense Ooh. also came out in 1999 and it is That's one so of five funny. horror films to be nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture. The others are The Exorcist, Jaws, Silence of the Lambs, 
and black deep blue swan. Sea. Oh. <laughs> is uh, also the only <laughs> one of these nominees to not actually win any Oscars. Silence of the White Lambs won Best Picture. The White Lambs? Silence of the Whams. <laughs> <laughs> won Best Picture. Everything else won an Oscar, but Sixth Sense got nothing. I think it's a good film. I don't think it's Oscar worthy, though. I don't know. Some of the shit they give Oscars to, I don't know anymore. It's, well, some of it's kind of good. It's just, it's not an Oscar. I don't know. The, a horror film getting an Oscar is very rare. It's very, like, especially Best Picture and all that. Only Best Picture, it's only happened once. And I I don't know if I'd call Silence of the Lambs a horror movie. I'd call it a thriller. Psychological. Yeah. Do you remember it's that? It's more thriller than horror-y. When that film came out, like, you had to watch it before everyone else because, it, like, all the other kids at school would immediately tell you the... You can only watch it once, really. The big yeah. twist like, at the end. Yeah. Yeah, and then it yeah. was like, ah, oh. maybe that's why you don't think it's Oscar worthy because it was already ruined for you. Maybe. No, no, because I don't <laughs> believe it's Oscar worthy. It doesn't matter if someone's told me. I don't, or, like, or not. But. We all rewatch films, and like you rewatch them even though you know the end, or even if you know the twist. Like yeah. Dan watches The Happening, and he knows the twist. But like, I, I feel watch like Batman and Robin every Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like The Sixth Sense is one of those ones. That I, I don't know, I wouldn't watch it over and over again. Like, maybe it's just because it was so hyped and now you're like, oh, well, he's a ghost. There's obviously I, people I, that do rewatch it. He's just... a ghost! Don't you <laughs> have a ghost thing that you're meant to do? <laughs> Whenever someone says ghost. <laughs> we haven't done that in a long time. Oh. Yes, we do. We do have, we, it's an internet ghost. Oh, he's a science ghost. Oh no, science is a different Sign film. Not science. So is that it? is a better film. <laughs> One of my favourite horror films, not really a horror film from the 1999 is The Bone Collector Denzel Washington oh, you love The Bone Collector my god have you do you know what Bone Collector film fine did you watch The Bone Collector TV series I did not no oh my god it is incredible it's called Lincoln Rhyme and it was on some sort of sky oh you loved Lincoln Rhyme it you? was so good just banging on about it it was so good honestly when did it come out when did it, it come was, out it was literally we watched it during the pandemic like two years ago Oh. Yeah, it's, it was. I mean, that's why I didn't want to talk about it in 1999. But it was better than the film. It was so good. Okay. I never heard of it. I didn't know about it. They, te- they cancelled it. But they cancelled everything I watched. Oh, they cancelled it. So it's not that good then. <laughs> it was so <laughs> no, good. they cancel everything. The Mummy also came out in 1999. Apparently a part where Evelyn is wearing a white nightdress while the ship gets attacked. Who's Evelyn, Penny? Uh, she is Rachel Vice, who is in The Mummy opposite brendan fraser who is the main man and she apparently her her white dress got a bit wet because they were on a boat and it became a little bit see-through and they had to digitally yeah they had to digitally paint over it um because otherwise the film would have lost its pg-13 rating (laughs) oh of course yeah uh that that film made half a uh half a billion that film made i think ridiculous havoc for like a brand new yeah not a sequel i mean brendan fraser was he wasn't big i would say the cgi in that is crappy though isn't it with the the it's not as bad as the scorpion king but Mm. it's not great that's the one i'm thinking (laughs) of isn't it the scorpion king? yeah with the rock and yeah yeah yeah. a friend of mine i was like what do you do at the weekend and she was like oh my my boyfriend's cousin had a mummy party where they where (laughs) they all dressed up as characters from the mummy that's and then they, and then they, I know, so weird. Is this recently and, or was this yeah. in 1999? No, it was recently. Yeah. And they all went and watched the mummy film. And they weren't all dressed as mummies, oh, which is what cool. I would have expected. 
If you had to do that with a film, what film would you do? Like if you were going to have a party and everyone had to dress up from the... What film would you pick? Inside Out. I'd be sadness. He's just wearing a jacket. <laughs> He's got one of those fezzes on. Oh, oh yeah. We're being shown photos for people <laughs> <And> he... listening. <laughs> These oh, people just look... He's just wearing like a white coat. No one was dressed as a mummy, but... There we go. I'd go as the Scorpion King. Well, poor Brendan Fraser nearly died in The Mummy. Near the beginning of the film, he gets, it says he gets hanged. I never know. He gets hanged. He gets hung. The yes. wide shots are used for his, the wide shots that are used are of his stunt double, but the, obviously the close-ups, they needed Brendan Fraser's face. Um, so apparently if you watch his eyes in the final close-up before he gets cut down, they are nearly rolled right back in his head. This is because uh. he was really asphyxiating and collapsed after the scene was shot. Um, Rachel Weiss stated that he stopped breathing and had to be resuscitated, which oh good, you could only <laughs> do in the nineties. You are not allowed to do that anymore. Nope, definitely not. Uh, little fact, especially for Dan about Tarzan, the tea set in the movie Tarzan is from Beauty and the Beast because there's a teacup with a chip in it, which made me wonder if does that Why mean is that for Dan? Because he got really annoyed about teapots and teacups when we talked about it. No, I had a problem with the voice uh, actor who played Miss. But does that what's mean Mrs. Um, Potts? Mrs. Yeah. Potts. Yeah, I had a problem with her. You had like past tense. She was quoted in saying, "What was the quote?" She wanted to sound more like a. She did like the the Beauty and the Beast song, but she made them change it because she wanted it to sound more like how a teapot would sing it. So she made them slow it down or something. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a Rocky song and she was like a more realistic version of how a teapot would sing it. Rocky? Oh, Rocky like, you wouldn't, that wouldn't fit in, in Beauty and the Beast. Like Eye of the Tiger, Rocky. They're having like a lovely ball gown dance and then it's like, oh, wah, in the middle. That makes no sense. <laughs> Is that your only reference That's to a rock song? That's the one in my head right wah. now. <laughs> the only uh, one. Who sang that? The Disturbed. I met him at well one. Disturbed, you did. <laughs> I didn't. I went, that's the man that goes, oh, wow. <laughs> Nice to meet you, wow. <laughs> And as Jenny pointed out, 1999 was an amazing year for teen movies. Woo! We had She's All That. Cracking film. Cruel Intentions. Hold on, you can't just that. Film. Oh, are we going? Well, I've got, no, I've, got, I've got no facts. We don't need facts. Just Matt Lillard was in it. He was wonderful. Oh, yeah, he was. He was in it. And then, it. and then, though, they made a new one, haven't they? On Netflix, there's... He's all that because it's a bit sexist to do that. Did you girl. watch it, Dan? No, I did not watch oh. He's All That. What, He's no, All no. That, the I new one? Some, I thought one of you no. watched He's All That or maybe we talked about watching it. And it's and it's got Mally Lodd in it somewhere. Hmm. And Freddie Prince Jr., he was the teen heartthrob of the 90s. He was. Cool Intentions, weird film. I love I cool bet Intentions. I bet you, if you can fuck her, that you can fuck me or your sister. Weird. That's when yeah, I got my first they boner. They related. <laughs> <laughs> What, the dirty, snobbery kiss scene? I was a Buffy oh, fan. It was Sarah's in it. She's Penny a, was a Buffy fan. <laughs> yeah. You she know. gave me a boner in that film. It's fine. Yeah, there you go. Ten Things I Hear About You. Amazing film. Do you know what I mean? No, they're just, it's a bit weird. Like, they're not nice to you films, are they? Like, again, like, if you can bed her, you win Yeah, this. but that's, that's what the 90s are about. This is what I mean. All it? the 90s films seem to be out there. Never Been Kissed. She... Falls in love with he falls in love with her thinking she's a teenager <laughs> and he's an Josie old man. Grossy. Yeah, but again, why is that allowed? He's a teacher, and he's it's like, oh. So oh. what? So I haven't seen this. So he falls in love with her thinking she's so never a been teenager. Kissed. She is a 
under she's gone undercover in high school she so she was a geek she, no she was a geek at school like real she was called Josie Grossy at school this is my film. Drew Barrymore not because I was Josie Grossy because I definitely wasn't but Drew Barrymore is Josie Grossy and then she gets she's a reporter and she's not very good and then they give her a chance to like do some undercover piece at a school so she goes back to school and she goes back geeky and then like she, she falls into the popular to be a crowd teenager. and she's pretending to be a teenager and there's something about coleslaw uh <laughs> <laughs> they, eat, they eat like a massive vat of coleslaw mm. and yeah. then she falls in love with her teacher and he falls in love with her but she's and a she's student. never been kissed and she's never been kissed and the first kiss is oh, that's where that comes from. after he finds out she's not a teenager but he still likes her before that which is a yeah, bit weird okay. yeah drop dead gorgeous which I fucking love you seen that one Jenna mm-hmm. Yes, but the I pageant queens, uh, yes. Kirsten Dunst, um, somebody, they're all in and a. And she says a, something really badly about like April or something. What, when she's spelling Alaska? Maybe that's A-L-A. it. A L A. Oh, yeah, A L A. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst and Denise Richards and some other people there are in a pageant, but somebody is killing the pageant queens or they're getting into accidents. Um, it's a black comedy. And one I haven't seen, but it's got Sabrina the Teenage Witch in it. So I thought you might have Drive Me Crazy. Drive Me Crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's where the music video comes from, from Britney Spears. Because Britney Spears and Melissa Joan Hart are cousins. And my favourite movie from 1999 is Fight Club. Yeah, and you can only watch it one though, can't you? <laughs> I don't. I have three different versions of it on DVD, I think. Yeah, but once you know the twist, you know the twist. <laughs> well, stop, stop mentioning those twists and things. <laughs> Well, I, I did find one fact about Fight Club. Um, just one? Just, well, I found one that was, well, I didn't already know. Um, you know, they have the Paper Street Soap Company. They start their soap company yes. and it's on Paper Street. Apparently Paper Street, that's where they live and they start the soap company, um, is a cartographer's tool on maps to signify a street that doesn't exist anywhere except on a map, meaning an imaginary or future planned street. So that gives you a little clue. What what use would that be? Well, if you're if they're planning a street and you're building yeah, a map, they're not imaginary streets. No, I don't know why it's got an imaginary street. I don't know what that would do. Where does Sherlock Holmes live? Is that a real street? Yes, Baker Street. It's in London. Two, two, one Baker Street. I've been past it. It's fine. Dan, do you <laughs> like, have a favourite movie of 1999? <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I mean, you gotta put Wild Wild West in there. <laughs> Fuck wicked, wicked Wild Wild West. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> um, so yeah, Will Smith. That film is fun. Uh, <laughs> I don't recommend it, but it's fun, <laughs> I guess. Um, I I'm looking at it. I don't know if this is a strong year for me in terms of stuff. I would Entrapment is also a terrible <laughs> film, but I love it. Is that with Matthew Broderick? It is, yeah. Um, it's Lake Placid. Ooh. I tell you what, I like Galaxy Quest. Oh, I, really I like, like Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest too. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun, a good fun film. It's and been forever since I watched that. Yeah, they. I think they were recently brought out on Netflix and stuff, and people started watching it again and were like, you know what, this is actually quite good. Mm. I think people forgot about it, and then they, I think, recently put it on Netflix, and everyone started talking about it yeah. again. Um, I, I guess the best one from what I've seen, I mean, being John Malkovich is there as well. God, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking, I thought there would be better horror films, but I guess the Blair Witch is the only one I can. And the House on Haunted Hill. 
I guess the, well, the one that affected me the most horror-wise is one I've recently, I watched like a couple of months ago, rewatched it, was Addition, um, which is a film I can't mm-hmm. watch at the end because it's too much for me. Needles, uh, isn't it? Lots of needles. I'm going to go Man on the Moon. I like Man on oh, the Moon. Oh, that was good. Jim Carrey, uh, Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Jenny's face. She doesn't know what any of this is. Did you watch no, the documentary miss- about it? I did. Well, yes. Yeah, yes. You just listed all these other films, and then you're like, "Do you know what? It's this one." It just threw me off. I thought we were going for like one. <laughs> I was trying to follow. There was a lot of films in that. Thinking there was a lot of films. You got a favourite, Jenna? Um, obviously, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, <laughs> cracking film. One of my favourites in life. But you also missed uh, Sleepy Hollow. Yep. And uh, speaking of Johnny Depp, he has won against Amber Heard. Yeah, ten million dollars. Breaking news, everyone. <laughs> ten. Okay, this is three weeks 15, ago. Fifteen he million dollars. Oh, this one says ten. Lies. Moviefacts.com. You're a liar. And there, and there was another one. There was another one that I just saw, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Big Daddy. That was a great film." I wipe my own my ass. I wipe my own ass. <laughs> and now he's I, That's a really good Adam Sandler film. It's not Andy's favourite, though, because Andy's favourite is Happy Gilmore, the one about golf. Because I always get it wrong. I always tell him it's the water boy, and it's not, is it, Dan? <laughs> We're shooting McGavin, yeah. Shooting McGavin. And, yeah, uh, yeah. the golf. It's the best one. All right. That's it. That's the end. I won't do it to you for the 2000s. Cause Time sure. to oh, there's a fly in my wine. Say goodbye. Oh. You're going to play the weird bit of my jingle. Never going to talk about the 90s ever again. That's it. Uh, I mean, we are, because some of those movies are in the hat. That's it. We're done. Jingle's gonna go. Don't make me hate it. I'm trying to find it. Here we go. Oh! It's gone to like daytime TV show. It yeah. has, yeah. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> I love that. No, I love it. Do you like it? It's a weird transition. Yeah, they've but, like yeah. thrown a glass against a wall in the middle as well, just for fun. Yeah, violence. Amazing. <laughs> Do you remember everyone thinking the world was going to end because of the 90s? Not because, because of the, the 90s. 90s. It's because of the millennium bug. <laughs> yes. Millennium bug. The millennium bug. Bug, 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 bug. And everyone put their money somewhere because the banks will close. Or something. We talked about it off air, oh, off air. I think. But yeah. Dan we was the only one that went to the millennium dome when it was the millennium dome. I you went. went. I said you went. And you saw um, Bianca from East. Patsy Palmer. Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky! On a school trip. She loved it. We all shouted Ricky at her. Fun fact, I used to live at Ricky's house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming not when he lived there. I know this story, though. You know the what? story, yeah. Yeah. So, Sid Owen. <laughs> yeah, right. Who plays Ricky. This yeah. is so sidetracked for fucking... <laughs> And he ain't stopping me. It's fine. I am, I, he had a house on the south coast, where I am. And our house got flooded, so we needed a place to rent. And the nearest place to rent that was of approximate value was Sid Owen's house, because he wasn't there, because he was in Watford filming EastEnders at the time. Mm. So he was renting it out, and I lived there for six months, had a hot tub, 
had my own balcony. It was a lovely place. Did you touch uh, all his stuff? Like look through his drawers and stuff? Well, I I have stories, but I can't say them. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm sure Sid Owen listens to your podcast. No, I, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter if he listened or not. It, it's rather not. <laughs> we had a house fire once and we stayed in a hotel that Timmy Mallet had stayed in. Yeah, we did. <laughs> there was a sign That's a deep cut for anyone that's not English as well. I'll film out a hat. Yeah. Is the flight of the dragons? I no, it's not. Right now. No, it's flight the of flight. dragons. The flight of dragons. The flight of dragons. The flight Fine. of dragons. It doesn't go. The flight of the dragons. Does it in the theme tune? Sung by Don McLean. Don McLean. From who did that man? What did American Pie? Yeah, I was gonna because I was. I said to the last time, Andy, listen out for the opening song and see if you can recognise who's singing it. I was gonna break into American no, Pie, but yeah, okay. that song is stuck in my fucking head because you fly the dragons. You should play it yeah. in post. Here it is, <laughs> <laughs> and there it in is. In the wind or in my mind. Well, we don't need it now. You can just you fucking sing the. It was just in case you couldn't be bothered. I'd like to give you options. This is uh, from 1982. Uh, it is an animated film. It is very uh, nightmare fuelly animated. As that's, I, I told you, it. that's what the 80s were like, though. Like all our kids' films, like the mum yeah. died in the first five minutes. Like, ever seen Return to Oz? Fucking terrifying. It's just been a long time since I've actually no, I've seen like fucking Snow White, <laughs> and that's before that time. And that didn't look yeah. nightmare fuelly, I guess. Maybe. No, but there was a. It's also Disney. It's Disney as it's well. Disney. But yeah. like, there was a lot more death and like grown-up themes in kids' films back in there. Now you can't yeah. make it sad. The scariest part of this film was when the bloody swan got like in the opening credits. The swan gets <laughs> eaten by a fucking mill, and I remember being like, <laughs> as a child. And that set the tone for the whole movie. And it's got fairies on its back, and they drown. It's horrendous. Everything. <laughs> So we do get opening with a bunch of dragons. <laughs> Quite chub chub dragons is what I put. Chubby dragons. I didn't know why they were quite chubby until later, obviously, and they explain. Chunk dragons, chunky dragons. Um fly. Except that one Asian dragon's well skinny. He's the only one. Yeah. But don't you often find that you don't really see a lot of fat Chinese people, do you? <laughs> <laughs> mm. They eat you better don't. Than we do. Uh, that's what I mean. They eat better. Like I don't know if I've ever seen a fat Chinese person. We meet Carolinga. Is it Carolinga? I'm, I'm briefing. I'm going to get all yeah. the names wrong because I tried pronouncing them earlier and you, you fucking know what I'm like. Dan doesn't have them ingrained in his worst. head, so his no, name is Carolinus. I, I get names wrong. He is the green wizard. He's a green wizard. We're in uh, the age of medieval fantasy populated by fantastic creatures and the green wizard who proceeds over nature. He likes land. He's a big fan of land. He's like Earth. He's like the. Uh, he's like Captain Planet. He's Captain Planet. Yeah, yeah basically a wizard <laughs> Captain Planet. He's got he's got a dragon uh, with him. Uh, I don't know. Is a Smurgle? Smurgle. <laughs> Smurgle. The orange one. He's the I'd orange he's one. Um, and he gets uh, harassed by some kids as he's <laughs> going past <laughs> a house, and they're like, "Eh, wizard, you fucking bellend." <laughs> Throw some rocks at him. He isn't dressed inconspicuously, though, is he? No. He's got like the longest wizard beard, like a tiny, like he's got a little green cap. Like they look chicken. like trolls, though. Do you notice they're like 
The main yeah, characters do, look right? like people, and then everyone else who's bad looks like a troll. So he's sort of like, let me show you, magic is real. And they're like, yeah, whatever, I can do that, fucking old man. So uh, they, <laughs> he speeds <laughs> off sad. And he goes home to his, not his daughter, but his granddaughter, right? No, he adopted her. She adopted is her. Daughter. Right. But yeah, she's a, the adopted girl that lives with him. <laughs> and her name... Is Melisandre. Princess Melisandre, of course it is. What makes her a princess? I don't know, because he's not a king, he's a wizard. I don't know. She should be witch, Melisandre. <laughs> she she seems like, yeah, she's more of a witch throughout this film, because she, she was a, shit. But. Maybe she was a princess before, and her parents died, and it's from that. But he starts to notice that magic is fading from the world as humanity embraces logic and science instead, which I say, here, here. We should have more logic in films, fucking magic. And you know how I feel about magic pen, as I've discussed mm, in many Dan occasions. hates magicians. Hate magicians. Fucking bullshit when they're in movies. It's a get out free jail card to use magic in my eyes. Because you can do anything you want and say, oh, it's magic. Eh. He gets really cross when we talk about now you see me. If they did, if they were really, they could get out of jail. Is that why? That, that, that <laughs> Don't <reference>. be smart. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> we could just do, they could just do that. So he's sort of like, right, let me phone up my bros. Um, and he's like, well, let, let's get all the other wizards together. So he's summoned, uh, he's trying to get all these, he's three magical brothers. And he, uh, one of them looks like a ripoff Mickey Mouse from Fantasia. Because he's wearing the same hat that Mickey Mouse is that wears. Is Solarius, the or, blue or, wizard? That is wizards. Solarius. Yes, all wizards wear those he's, hats. He's the water All wizards wizard. wear that hat. Yeah, they all wear, a lot like, of them wear pointy wear hats. Yeah. Pointy hats or top hats. They're he's literally dressed like Mickey Mouse and Fantasia. Like he's wearing yeah, the same. Yeah, but Mickey Mouse is dressed as a stereotypical wizard. wizard. Who influenced who is what I'm trying to Wizards influenced sure. Mickey Mouse. Do you mean whom influenced whom? Oh, oh, she's a teacher. I, I, I think that's wrong. Just trying to pick you. <laughs> so he gets his brothers a meeting, essentially. And so you got the blue wizards it, who commands who has the heaven. pink dragon. Who has no, a pink yes. dragon, don't yeah. know the name, uh, who commands no. the heavens and seas. So, land, heavens and seas, this guy. There we go. The golden wizard, I can't pronounce the name, but I think it's Lo, uh, Lo Te Yao, I think it is, whose realm is light and air. And he's got the skinny, stereotypical Chinese dragon, the wiggly one. Sure. And then you got the red wizard, Omadon, uh, who's the master yeah. of black magic and the forces of evil, who I really, really enjoyed in this film. And his dragon is called Briarg, who is the second best dragon in this movie. And he is also James Earl Jones. No, he's he not. He's yes, Edward he is. James. Yes, he isn't is. he Edward James Olmos? No, that sounds it's James like Earl James Earl Jones. Jones. It does. Oh. Yeah. Got, uh, yeah, it's him. James Earl Jones is Omidon. I don't know why I got them confused. He sounds like um, Mufasa. <laughs> Mufasa! 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 My apologies. Can I ask how they're all brothers? No idea. I think they're like... <laughs> one's um, purple, one's black, one's Asian, and one's white. I think purple? it's like... What is it? Oh, is purple. I think it's because they're like wizard brothers, not brother Blood brothers. brothers. Blood brothers. Yeah, That's a different brothers, film. Yeah. That's a different film. So they all have a meeting, and he sort of like, right, what I'm going to do is we're going to create a world, guys, uh, where we can use our magic, uh, sort of like a theme park. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I gather from it. <laughs> I mean, the guy, the evil guy goes like, it's a retirement home, basically. He's like, this is, you want to send yeah, us to a retirement home? Yeah, he wants to like put home, a dome so. over everything, keep the magic in, keep the logic out. Why? 
because he likes magic because it, it kills the magic kills the magic because you could have so, logic and magic together. So you want to create an area where there's just magic going on and and no logic, just not no logic, not logic, no like no science. That's literally Maybe Disney World. No yes, is this how yeah. Disney World got created? Because it's exactly yes. what I'm thinking. There's no logic. Those queue systems, outrageous. Fast pass is gone, <laughs> mad. No logic, but it's the most magical place in the world. Omidon doesn't like this, obviously. He basically wants. People like doesn't he say he wants mankind to like? He's like, no, I'm gonna let them destroy themselves and ruin everything and ruin the world. I'm like, dude, we don't need you. We did it already. In the eighties, we hadn't. I know I'm gonna be because uh, I will be the logical person you are. during this you magic explanation. Yes, fucking that ending. Oh, we'll get to. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so what does he get, Armadon, out of everyone being you know? greedy you know causing like harm old, to each other it's like the old stereotype like you know like vampires want to take over the world and eat all the people bad guys want to destroy the world but they also just forget that they live on it as well I so don't, does he there is no enjoy the influence just, of having that influence over yeah and he's just like what was he like the the wizard of death and yes this is kink in it he loves it yeah that's what i'm thinking and he can do the biggest laugh if if that doesn't happen otherwise, does it? That's when he um. orgasms. So, um... <laughs> do you reckon it's purple? Oh. What's purple? What's purple? God. Jen, what is I it? I have to put up with this from it's them. Semen. too. He's aubergine. <laughs> I went for semen, but aubergine works. That's fine. This is a kids' podcast, after all. A PG podcast. So, since the wizards are forbidden to fight amongst themselves, which was a stupid rule in the first place, because what if one of them goes rogue? But either way. Well, we find out in the next hour and a half. Currently, ugh, I get, I'm going to get his name wrong again every Carolinas. time I say it. Carolinas. Carolinas proposes sending a group of heroes on a quest to steal Omadon's crown, which is the source of power. Which is the source of power. Source of power. Well, that's because Omadon doesn't agree, right? So he's like, they can't do it without him. Yeah, so they're going to yeah. fuck him over. <laughs> yeah. As good brothers do. As they do. If you don't agree with me, fuck you. I'm going to steal your I'm going to steal your fucking crown. <laughs> I'm the good guy in this story. <laughs> Hang on, are we talking about the movie or are we talking about Putin? Oh, he doesn't have a crown, does he? Why are we getting all controversial? What the fuck? Mm. Like, he's being like, you don't agree with me, so I'm going to take your Kiev. <laughs> It's not called a Kiev, is it? Is it called like Kiev? It's called Kiev. But Kiev. the joke didn't work if I said Kiev. It was funnier because I said Kiev, like a chicken Kiev. The party includes the knight, <laughs> Sir Orin Neville Well, first they have to get Peter. They've got to get Great Peter, the Dragon Master, which sounds to me better than being a Pokemon Master. Yeah, he no. sort of, so there's there's this thing called was it the magical uh, force of antiquity, 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 fucking hell! Antiquity. Why did you pick this film? You know this was going to make me <laughs> struggle. Can't speak English right. normally. I'm so sorry, Dan. <laughs> so it's basically, he throws an acorn or uh, something into the pool, and he sort of like the goes, limpid pool of time. <laughs> They're going to get Peter, so they're going to get the Dragon Slayer himself that we don't know Who's about. a normal man, and he doesn't know he's a Dragon Slayer, and he's just playing, like, Dungeons and Dragons. He's, he's made a board game 
called Flight of Dragons, and he's shown it off to some shopkeeper and stuff, and he's like, this is the best board game ever. You, It's like Monopoly. You roll and you collect buildings, or whatever. <laughs> I mean, and if you're magical, you can get out of jail for free. For free <laughs> <yes>. No <laughs> rent for you. So we are flash forward, I guess, modern day, but not really, you know what I mean? Modern century, at least. Yep. I find it weird that the wizard, the green wizard, also mentions that he can see television sets and radios being a thing of the future and shit like that. So he can see the future. Yeah. And he can contact people in the future. Yep. But if he's the wizard of land, how does that make him a time traveler? It's he's not, not a time traveler. He's, he's not, not a time traveler. One at a time. He uses, <laughs> he uses antiquity. Antiquity does it. Right. So this is just anyone can use this, right? Any, any wizard well, can no, go up to this. No, because the antiquity ended up being the form of a big talking tree. <laughs> and the tree gave him an acorn. <laughs> sake, Brad. <laughs> and he put the acorn in the limpid pool of time, which yeah, allowed him to contact Peter. Sure. It's magic, that's... Dan. Not logic. Magic. So, yeah. The, he, he basically pulls Peter from his current timeline oh no he appears on the board he appears on the game board he's like come down sit on this dice and have a seat because all me. the pieces of the board game that peter has made are all the characters in the movie he's like how did he know what they looked like magic. and that yeah and he's he sort of drags him along to his world essentially they put him in a skirt why did why did he change his clothes and put him in a skirt <laughs> There is another group of people who we'll get to, but there is Sir Sir Neville. And Sir Orin. Sir Orin. Neville. Yeah, and Green Wizard's other young dragon, Gorbash, who I thought Yay. for a good 20 minutes was called Doordash. Until they... <laughs> Look like the fast food place in America. I thought he was calling him Doordash the entire time. It's like, oh, Doordash. Mm. Right, Gorbash. Gorbash is the best dragon. No, you like the evil one. I do like Briog, to be fair. They get given a enchanted shield, which can mm -hmm. deflect dark magic, uh, which is given to them by the blue wizard. <laughs> they also get Solarious. a magical flute that lulls dragons to sleep. Chinese wizard. Let's just call him the whatever. What color is he? He's yellow, yellow. clothes. Of course, he's yellow. Fuck. They get a magical flu and a shield from the other two wizards, and they are set on their way. He wants to recruit Peter to be the leader of the group, because he's a he's he's given the title of, a, I guess, a dragon slayer, and he knows shit about board games. Yeah. <laughs> so well, and he that. is also the descendant of Great Peter, who was the dragon master. So he, Great Peter, was the man that that tamed the dragons and taught them how to speak. And sure. that's why they picked this Peter, because he's like the 777th son of that Peter. He, Peter gets a boner for Princess Misandre. Yeah, uh, she's annoying. I hate her. Minestrano. Minestrone. Minestrone. Amadon then sends his dragon, Brea. Briarch. Briarch. That was good, Briarch. That was really good. Edith, <laughs> Dana is going to fucking murder me for this. Uh, right, to capture Peter. I'm going to murder you, Pen, for fucking picking this film. To capture Peter during this time. And an accident with one of uh, the spells while rescuing him causes Peter to murder with Gorbash. And then Peter's mind takes over the dragon body of Gorbash, therefore is now Gorbash. Or Doordash. Yes. So Peter 
is now a dragon. What happened to <laughs> Gorbash's personality? Did that just go he, away? <laughs> he says, he's like, they're like, where's Gorbash? He's like, oh, he's here. I in can here. feel him in the back of my head. He's sleeping. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> he's just borrow, borrowing his body. Yeah, but you, you've seen Freaky Friday, right? When this thing happens, what, the yeah, other... But, but Peter's body's gone. They don't find it. But, so what? There's just a dead no. body somewhere left. Mm, they just go... Because Gorbash wakes up and they're like, hey, Gorbash. And he's like, I'm not Gorbash. <laughs> they're like, well, maybe we'll find Peter. And he's like, I'm Peter. So Knowing nothing about being a dragon, Peter's mentored... Uh, by Gorbash's uncle figure, Schmurgle. Um, whatever the fuck his name is. It's Smurgle. I just liked the Schmurgle. way he said it. I, I, I'm guessing every time I say it, I keep forgetting things. So he's teaching him how to fly, how to breathe fire. You see, we're getting all sciencey, weirdly, about how dragons fly. And they don't, they float or they levitate, essentially, using, that's why they're so chub. Because they they have to eat a lot of limestone to make them fill with gas. Yeah, and the gas lifts them up, and then to make them come back down again, they exhale, which causes fire, and it expels the gas, and that's how they come back down again. But Peter, Peter, being the nerd he is, is able to explain all this with scientific principles. I do like at one bit he's like, "Why?" He says, "Why does it?" He gets it all. And then he goes, well, you, then you expel the, the air and you go down. He's like, but why does it come out of fire? And Smurgle is just like, because we're dragons. And I just imagine that annoying you because it's not really an answer. He's just like, just because we're dragons. I, I mean, I'm with Peter this entire time, obviously, because he's, a, he, he's making sense. It's not just mm. like, you know, oh, I have an air, acorn and throw it into a pool and I can go back it. Oh, I can go forward in time. You know, at least Peter is making fucking sense. Because he's the logic man, no? He's he the logic, logic man. man. Oh, we get the backstory of kind of how Gorbash was found. Yep. So um, it is uh, Sir Orin basically found some dragon shell, uh, eggs, shells. <laughs> dragon shells. <laughs> dragon, dragon shells. Uh, dragon eggs. <laughs> dragon and, shells. <laughs> and can I ask something about, okay, uh, this is my first. Can I, Are you going to ask me how dragons fuck again? No, I'm not going to ask how dragons fuck again. So Orin, ha- his armor, right? Yeah. He's got, <laughs> he's got nipple. Yeah, he's got Batman armor. He's got nipple pi- piercing armor. <laughs> kind of, a little bit. I don't know if that was a choice. It's quite a skin tight suit of armor, isn't it? It's very skin tight, Pen. And he also makes the, um, during this scene, he makes the... Uh, Decoration of when he's bringing back Gorbash uh, to the princess because we don't know when mm. she's a princess. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to marry her when <laughs> she's a bit older yeah. too." By the way, so we don't we don't know how old he is. He he finds, the, dra- he finds the dragon eggs and Briarg is trying to eat them. So he bashes Briarg and it knocks him out. <laughs> uh, as in Briarg knocks him out, and when he wakes up, he's eaten all the eggs except one. And him and Briog have a fight and he feeds him his glove, like his metal glove, doesn't he? And yeah. like electrocutes Briog and it takes him seven years to recover, which he was So why don't they just do at. that again? I know, right? Yeah. And then, um, so he's got so two yeah. gloves. <laughs> and then he takes baby Gorbash back to her and she, he mentions that she is five 
and we don't know how old she is, but if he's a grown-ass knight when she's five, he's got to be at least, like, 20. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I... but this is the 80s. Well, I was going to go even before that. Like, before, like the 1700s. <laughs> yeah, they would do that. They Like, when you're of age, obviously, you can... Like, when, you know, princes wanted to marry into a family, and so I get that side of it, but yeah. Um, it is It is a little... bit weird in kids' weird. film. <laughs> that's all this is a bit weird in kids film yeah. so yeah as the press uh, suppress as the quest progresses the heroes survive <laughs> an attack by sand mercs now sand mercs oh, are i don't really know how to describe them. they make noises of grasshoppers like, a lot like of them like hissing and clicking and it gets in yeah. your brain and it fucks up your brain they look like um, <laughs> yeah go on what did they look? They look little. They look like little rats, dragons, little naked, rat dragons, ratrons. Little naked mole rat things. They're like a like cross dogs. between a rat mole and one of them has a a Karen haircut. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know. <laughs> one of them had hair. I've got, I've got a screenshot of one of them having hair. The rest of them don't have hair, but yeah, one of them had hair. He, that, that one oh, must that, be the boss the, one. The boss one, wasn't it? Yeah, that he gets. But yes, they survive an attack with that. Um, and during this time as well, uh, the princess girl can can apparently hear all this because she can see where they are and they're sleeping in the woods and stuff. And she also she has hit. powers. Yeah, she can, she can check in on them and she hears the noises and it puts her in a bit of a coma because yeah. the sandworks have fucked up her brain and... It's fucking up him and Aura, Gorbash's and Orin's brains. And that's when Arag turns up, who is a wolf, and he runs through all the Samarks. And he does and this, doesn't he? Throws the Samarks. Yep. And he pushes the Karen Sandmark off a cliff. Karen Sandmark. So when the boss Sandmark is gone, the rest of them are gone, and he saves the day. We get another boner moment as. Uh... <laughs> Danielle is introduced. I'm like, I don't know where you are in this. So yeah, go on. <laughs> so Orin is uh, madly in love with Danielle, the elf archer girl. Where do they meet them? I'm... They meet when the uh, when Giles the turns up. Oh, so they meet yeah. Giles and Danielle, and they put the they put the nets over the dragons and make them. Go they to put sleep the nets over the dragons to make then they fall asleep and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they go to the inn. Where my favorite scene, where Danielle goes, we might not last the night, and fucking Sir Whatchamacallit is like, bouncing a wow wow. Let me grab your hand there. I know what this means. She's a babe though. He's punching. I mean, he's got nipples. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> nipples. His nipples aren't that high. Well, no, they're quite. Well, they're hard. Uh, they're not nipples, are they? They're kind of on his collarbone. Like He's got skin-tight armor with nipple tassels They're not. They're not. <laughs> going on. Like, come on. Like, like, where are your nipples? Are they that high? No, I know they're high, but like, I, I guessing because it was a kids' film, they didn't want to put them right dead center. They're not where nipples. The nipples. They're spikes were. to protect yes, his pro- neck and his collarbone. But there's two spikes above his nipples. They're Just saying, you don't put spikes here because you'll accidentally fucking cut yourself, or you put your head down and you're like, ow. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> What is the purpose of putting spikes near your nipples? Protection. <laughs> They're not near your nipples. My nipples are here. Your collarbone is up here. 
Why would you put like a collar? Like he's going to a fucking punk rock show. He's one of fucking yes, studded belt. Yes, to protect belt. you from people getting near your neck. They've got spikes on them if someone goes for your Pen. neck. Helmets protect you from neck Helmets injuries. protect your head. You don't have a no, neck helmet. Full on, no, night, full on night helmets protect you from your he's whole got, head. He's got protection spikes. He's trying to... nipple bumps. He, what's the word? He's trying to... Um, he's not. Anyway, they go. To the, they have the last <laughs> night before uh, they head off. Uh, Did they bang? Yeah, it's they bang. implied. It's very implied that they banged. Like, and the dragons get drunk. And dragons get drunk, in the, yeah. In the basement. And they don't pay the innkeeper and he's sort of like, thanks, yeah, all my fucking food, you pieces of shit. And he's like, yeah, dragons have got gold. And he's like, on them. And he's like, nah, but they'll nope. pay you eventually. <laughs> yeah, we'll pay you. But that's we all right, because he's going to die in a minute anyway. Yeah, <laughs> fucking... Spoilers. As the party nears Omadon's realm, Omadon's realm, Danielle and Sir Owen are captured by an ogre. We learn a lot about ogres, including not what I learned from Shrek, where they don't have layers, that they have no bones and they're quite squidgy. <laughs> yeah, so the, the ogre from Gormley Keep, um, Omadon sends him and he smashes up the inn that they're staying in and he kidnaps yeah. them and it kills the innkeeper. And then Gorbash and Smurgle and Giles are all left yes. and they have to go and go and get them back. But obviously Giles is a tiny elf thing and Smurgle is old so it's up to Gorbash. Peter's nearly killed as Ebony's rescue them but is saved by Smurgle uh, who defeats the ogre ogre <laughs> at the cost of his own life. I always uh, forget that he dies. They all fucking die. Well most of them die right? No. Yeah. He's the only one. Yeah. In the red wizard's realm the party faces the worm of Slingoff which Peter destroys by igniting the sulfuric acid. Uh, Omadon casts a spell to induce hopelessness in the group yeah, we've all been there they're all like why yeah. are we here my arrows are shit i'm Fuck really you. <laughs> i fucking hate you you piece of shit Wizard and like, what the arse. fuck is wrong with all of you and he's like i'm really tiny i can't fight anyone but peter has that shield remember the shield he got given and that repels it from him uh omadon then next uh he sends numerous dragons to kill the heroes but then john no, plays no, no. Him. He doesn't send numerous dragons. He sends a flight of dragons. So one, oh, he did that thing where he flight says the movie. Of dragons. But also, of wagons. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's the collective noun for dragons. I didn't look it up. But a flight doesn't sound like the collective. I don't know. But I think it does. It's an appropriate. Real, it's an appropriate one. Do you want to learn some? Do you want to learn some collective nouns, yeah. Dan? No. Do you want to know what a group of sh tough shit? I'm here to drink and talk about movies. I'm not here to English class. It is called a flight, a flight of dragons, or well, a wing go. of dragons. A group of sharks. A group of sharks. It's called <laughs> a shiver of sharks. A shiver of sharks. That's quite yeah. good. A shiver right. of sharks. Ooh. And a group of pugs is called a, a grumble, grumble of pugs. Of course it is. <laughs> and a group of pandas is called an embarrassment of pandas. Really? Yeah. To themselves. An they embarrassment of pandas. Justice, justice for pandas, that's what I say. Why are you giving them such fucking hard time? They, they look sad as it is. They won't bang each other to save their species. What do you... Everyone's looking. Do you making them... <laughs> you're watching them going, go on. I mean, I'm on. not. <laughs> well, most people are who are trying to get them to bang and they're looking at you going, I don't really want to. Go on. 
And they're really high, aren't they? What, smoking Are grass? They? What do you mean? Yeah, because does the bamboo make them like give them the same side effects as being high? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, I've never tried it. Well, it does. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> i got to move on, Jen. Oh, hold on, I've got three really good ones, ready? Uh, yes. A peep, a peep of chickens. A, a peep. peep of chickens. A peep of chickens, yeah. Sure. Cattle like this. You get a bloat of, a bloat of hippopotami. Mm. Sure, that works. And a, and a crash of rhinoceroses. Oh, Andy would like that one. He loves Crash. That works, I a guess. A pandemonium of parrots. This is brilliant. <laughs> oh, this, this is much more interesting. <laughs> you said it. Uh, Omadon next sends all the dragons. All of them. Uh, but Giles plays the flute. Remember the flutes? Uh, lolly, lolling them and Peter to sleep. We then get a very dramatic scene of all the dragons falling from the sky to the ground. Oh, no. Are they dead? No, they're just sleepy. They're just sleeping. They're just but it's also quite nice awkward nap. that the guy that's supposed to defeat Omidon is now a dragon and is also asleep. Yeah, doesn't, didn't think that one through, did they? Fucking idiots. No. Logic. Should have used logic. I mean, he wasn't right? supposed to be a dragon. It was an accident. Briar. <laughs> Bray. Briar. Briog. Briog. <laughs> Remains awake. He kills Giles, uh, Arag, mm. and Danielle. See? Why do I not remember that? You literally watched it about two hours ago. <laughs> I know. I just maybe I just blocked out all the. It's because Penny really likes Briog, so she just like forgives everything that he does. So Orin then slays the fucking dragon, but dies from his wounds. They're all dead. He's all right at the end, though. He dies from his wounds. Who Orin? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was alive at the end. Never mind. A rumba of rattlesnakes. Sorry, that's a really good one. Well, the last paragraph, Jed. Just make it there. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, when Omidon appears on the battlefield, Peter manages to separate himself from Gorbash by recalling the principle of oh, fucking hell of impenetrability. <laughs> Intrapetability. Impenetrability. <laughs> Thank you. He's able to defeat Omidon. In the most bullshit fucking manner I've seen in the film in some time. <laughs> he by... blinds him with science. Now, most of the time I would be okay with this, but defeating someone by just saying shit at him is the most bullshit thing well, I've ever seen. that's how you defeat ever. magic, with logic. That's pretty much how Harry kills Voldemort. It's, it's a very similar <laughs> sh shitty way. They had wands. They, had what? they just use words. They just... He's just sort of like... He's basically... A Reddit nerd user that's turned up and went, uh, actually, uh, I, I, I believe this is fact. Uh, let me put my glasses on so I look more of a nerd than I actually am. Uh, so, yeah, he just gives them explanations of magic, uh, science and logic and denying the existence of magic. Therefore, it's like in Labyrinth where she's like, you have no power over me. And he's like, oh, yeah, shit, I don't. Sorry, bye. See you. But what kind of thing? Wouldn't this upset the other, the good wizards if they heard all this shit from Peter, yeah, right? Yeah, but they didn't, so it's fine. But that makes him evil. They also, know he's a man, they also know he's a man of science. That was why they brought him. So they're okay with him going, yeah, your magic well, yeah, is Yeah, because bullshit. they know magic exists. <laughs> okay, fine. You, you can believe in both. Jenny, do you believe in magic and science? Yes. There you go. Well, it's fact then. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, he just, he blurts a bunch of words. I mean, it's very anticlimactic. Just bur 
say a bunch of words and this you can't defeats say it's him. anticlimactic. Literally everyone else has died in this huge battle. Yeah, we've How many had, more battles we've had battles and it's not dragons. The Matrix, is it? We've had battles and dragons and also and, and Danielle is dead. Yeah, but she got her last and bang. The thing that defeats this guy, <laughs> this big powerful wizard, is words. Fucking well, good. words. Because words are hurtful. You should yeah. be careful with words. You can't take them back. Once they're out there. Mm-mm. The pen is mightier than the sword, Dan. Yeah. The mouth yeah, pen just in this it case. Just because it mentions your name on it, do you want to... This destroys Armadon somehow <laughs> and restores the other heroes to life and allows... There you go, Pen. And allows oh, a magical why. realm... Yeah, there we go. That's what... Ma- <laughs> allows like, why the magical realm to take shape. So now Disneyland has been made. Peter, yeah. having denied oh. all magic, is separated forever from this yeah, realm. Yeah, he can't go back now. Tough shit. Um, but don't is believe not in before, magic. Not before waking Menestrone. <laughs> Menestrone. with a kiss. Why did she? <laughs> we... She's don't. quite tall. When did she fall asleep? She was in a coma from the Sandmarks. Okay. So he kissed um, her while she was like in a coma. We feel like she's a, a teenager, early 20s. I, she is. I, yeah. don't, I don't think she's a child. No, I don't think she is. I think she's a child. Yeah, I think she's a child. Uh, anyway, he kissed her. So, uh, and then uh, leaving her uh, Omadon's crown, having fallen in love with Peter, Melis, uh, she's fallen in love with him, uh, Melis Andre begs the Green Wizard to join him. And then back in the 20th century in Boston, Massachusetts, Boston, Boston. 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 Never seen the uh Peter Coffee. is selling the magic flute and the shield. So he's not even. Why is he selling it off? What a prick. No, he's, he's, yeah, it's a bit, I was like, I don't know if you should sell magical items, but he wants, yeah. he wanted the money so he could <laughs> mass produce his board game. But now he's like, oh, I wish I, I don't, oh, I don't want to build the board game anymore. Freak. I just want a cottage with the love of my life. And then <sighs> she walks in the door. She walks in looking older, taller, bolder, fatter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she walks in looking She's just a bit got taller. her hair up, hasn't she? She looks a bit taller. She's wearing heels. She's wearing heels. Okay. Yeah, she's a grown-up. She's a grown-up. And she enters the shop wearing the crown and the two embrace. And that is the flight of dragons. Penny, what did you think of this film? I just I feel bad that we have not pointed out that the voice actor of Peter was the late, great John Ritter. Rest in peace. Who we love very much. From Three's a Company, From- right? And Clifford the uh, Big Red Dog. And Eight Simple Rules. <laughs> and, <Bride of> Chucky, <laughs> Eight Simple and probably Rules. lots of other better things that we like him in. Um, but yeah. Sure. Um, obviously, I am biased because this is a film. I don't even know, know the first time I saw it. I don't know where it came from. Obviously, one of them. We should ask mum and dad tomorrow. I have no idea. It was director where... video in the United Kingdom in 1982. Yeah, so maybe the video man brought it around. <laughs> Who knows? Dreaded video man. <laughs> I used to love the video man. I used to get all excited yeah. when he came around. Yeah, so I have no idea where it came from, but it has been a staple in my life for a long time. Um, I had my dragon period. I loved dragons very a lot. I used to collect dragons, and I used to have little ornamental dragons. And She also had pet. a pet brick, so... Mumble, that that. it was made time. out of sponge. And you had a real one. Hmm. Yeah, it's like when everyone same had a pet Same time era. We all had those periods. I had a pet rock and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I Gen- wore a spade. Yeah. You wore a spade? I used to wear like a plastic beach spade on my belt loops. His name was Noggin. It was called Noggin. 
We That's should do unique. a podcast of weird shit that we did. I used to attach it with a hoob from the hoobs. Oh, my God, the hoobs. I forgot about the hoob. Oh. Yeah, so it's just been a staple in my life for I a long time. I feel like I'm third wheeling here. <laughs> uh, I love dragons. I think this is... It's not beautiful animation because it's really fucking creepy. Like all the trolls and the sandworks and everything. Yeah, it's just... There used to be a lot of shit like that in the 80s. Um, so, yeah, I like this film. I... Have it on DVD. I've never read the book, though. Maybe I should read the book. Um, but yeah, 8 out of 10. I feel like that's quite a weak score for you. Well, mm, that's no. very hot. Well, I mean, it's her film, so this is a standard. Uh, Jenny, what do you think of The Flight <laughs> of Dragons? Well, I couldn't rewatch it in time. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved this film. I love this film. And like Penny, I had to watch it. I had to watch it all the time because she watched it all the time. And it was wonderful. But you have told it in the most miserable, sad way that I feel like I never want you to watch it again. You must be new here. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> it was a, it's a wonderful film. It's better than it, it sounds. Like, it's a lovely fantasy film, isn't it? Like, yeah. It's a, and it's a nice kid. It, well, I say it's a nice kids film. It's creepy. but And it's quite dark. You know, it's no Disney. Yeah, it's got adult they, themes. They were back that, then. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, the dragons are great. They're great fun. Like, how amazing would it be? Like, would you rather have a dragon or like a unicorn or a centaur? Like, what would a you dragon. pick? Clearly a dragon. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you both, don't know what you would pick? They both don't exist. I don't know. I'm using uh, Well, logic. there was three options there. Dan, you so... like Digimon. You can suspend Digimon. your disbelief. Oh, Dan just watched the Digimon movie. Digimon. It's the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, he actually showed me the end of it and it was really sad, but let's not go the into that. The greatest movie of He all loves Digimon, time. so how you can't suspend your disbelief for dragons, I don't know. What, more than Pokemon? Digimon are real. Yep. You like it more could, than Pokemon? I wish Pokemon's you could see Jimmy's face right now. Fuck off! Pokemon is the best! Hey, hey, did you know that... Um, Digimon, Digital Monsters, Digimon, Digimon are the champions. Are champions! Do you know that Raichu is the final form? Of evolution. Oh my god, don't it, get How bullshit is that, right? Why is that bullshit? Because Raichu... You know when uh, when Pokemon evolve, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They usually get so Charizard, you know, Char- Charmander, Charizard, they get bigger. Not, right? not, not really. Cubone and Marowak are not much bigger, dissimilar in well, size. Okay, or Sand, so Sand Slash Pidgey, and Sand Shrew. Pidgeotto <laughs> get bigger, right? They get bigger in size. More intimidating. Slightly. More intimidating, let's say, okay? Mm. I wouldn't say Ninetales is intimidating, but continue. Raichu just I'll, gets I'll poke fatter. On you. Raichu just gets He's really gets mad fat. that Raichu's not as That's big it. as he thought he was. He just gets what, fat. What, have you met one in real life? I've watched the series. I've watched Pokemon. Okay, so a dog trio is not as big, bigger than a Diglett. Yeah, but this is... Or a Voltorb isn't bigger than an Electro. You have the staple Pokemon of Pikachu, right? Which is meant to be... So what, you want to be some fucking muscle-built, like... Yes! Oh, oh. No, that's not cute. That's not, going to get, that's not going to get people into Pokemon. That's what Machoke wants for Machoke to be for. as big as a Charizard. Yes. He wants him to be a Machoke. No. I'm just disappointed that he fucking didn't grow and he just got, he just had a couple of cheeseburgers and that's Raichu. There we go. Done. That's what, that, because that's the story of all our lives. And that's why we He's all, the most relatable all Pokemon. One. Yeah, with Raichu. <laughs> so what do you think of this film? Uh, yeah, I like this film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your commentary on this film. I like this film. It's fine. No one does. It's okay. <laughs> I'm going to watch it again. All right. What's but I think score? we only are biased. Okay, but I thought eight was a low score, but apparently that's high for you guys. Uh, oh, it's, well, it's, it's for pet. Yeah. yeah. 
I get told off because sometimes I give zeros. Because Penny only likes film that no one else likes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Penny, we'll go to the cinema and we'll just watch film and then she'll be like, yeah, I like it. And the next day, the, the reviews come out and she's like, oh, Mate, I hated that film. The amount of action reviews. films I try to get Penny into and she just hates. Fucking hell. It's ridiculous. So I'm going to go for an... I'm uh, not into it as much as Penny. Then like a seven out of ten? Yeah. Fair. It's an average. Dan, what do you think of the film? It is a penny average. It's... I don't know if I like it. I don't know. I do. Considering you don't like fantasy and you don't know if you like it, it's (laughs) It's strong. It's my turn. (laughs) (sighs) I I play D&D and I do all that bollocks. So, yes, I like fantasy settings and stuff. And I think this is kind of... Uh, kind of interesting. It, it it wasn't just a simple, boring old story that I've seen a million times before in a kids' film, and it's kind of interesting. It adds a bit of depth to it. Uh I don't know. It's it's kind of a middle of the road. Where I don't. I think I would have liked this if I saw this when I was smaller. Uh, and mm, a kid. That's fair. I think it would definitely be something. I'd be like, yeah, I like that. I think it's all right. I wouldn't say I loved it. I think it's it's very watchable. Uh, it's got a song that will stick in your head. Fly the dragon uh, for the rest of time and lots of uh, death. So <laughs> that's a thumbs up for me. See why I am how I am now. Yes. Either way, um, I'll give it a I'll give it a six out of ten. Andy has left us a voicemail. Here's what Andy thought. Apologies for my absence, but I have left you in the capable hands of one Jenny Bennett, um, who may not be that happy with my score. I thought Flight of Dragons was long. Uh, the animation was 80s and was terrifying. Um, it was way too wordy for a kid's film. So I'm going to give it a 2 out of 10. A goodbye. See you next week. Why is Andy, Andy out of breath? He's running. So, okay, so if you think if you think yeah. I'm being harsh, yeah, but he's always like that, isn't he? That's just what his gimmick is in this in this room. And he doesn't like fantasy films. <laughs> I'm surprised he said it was wordy for a kid's film because he fucking loves words. But he's not a kid, so what's the problem? To be fair, yeah. you can't read any of their names. Is he seeing this from a kid's perspective or his perspective? Because it sounds like a kid's perspective. I don't know. Fuck's yeah. sake, Andy. Maybe Milo was like, I can't understand any of the words. Two out of ten. <laughs> Two out of ten. <laughs> That's fine. I The way he reacted when I told him, when we talked about what the film was, he was like, Rah. I was like, he's never going to like it. I knew he wouldn't like this kind of film, but either way, it's fine. Are we picking one, even though we're not doing one no. for a while? We are not picking oh, one. Oh, please. Well, no, all I do is just pull out of a fucking hat. We'll do that. Yeah, I want to see what it is. I'm excited. No, I won't listen, so I won't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that when uh, we'll the post episode 100 comes out. Because time for plug-in time. Here we go. <clears throat> right, so next week, it's episode 100. Fuck me. Live. <laughs> almost live live. almost live it's called unusual suspects almost live that's that's official title live on the 28th of june on facebook and youtube we will be doing for the first time ever a full episode in video form (gasps) there is a lot well i I know there's a lot that could go wrong there's a lot that's been i don't know about andy men but on my side there's been stuff that's been planned for fucking ages um, the rest of the episode in audio form and 
on Spotify. You can watch it on video as well. We'll be out on the 29th, which is the normal Wednesday. But if you want to watch it before it comes out on Wednesday, you can watch it on Tuesday night, 28th of June, almost live. Facebook, YouTube. There is your plug. We'll all have a good time and fun. And we'll see what happens. Because it could go absolutely I mean, fucking crazy. If you've never watched After Dark, you'll see us. We yeah, don't it's gonna. Be, it's probably gonna be. I again, I'm only speaking for myself, but I'm it might be. I'm not dressing up like the awards thing again. It I'm might be a bit dress. more visual, so you might get the best experience by watching the video. It might be a bit more visual stuff going on, but I'll be so into that. Well, there you go. There's our audience. <laughs> there's an episode. There's an episode for me, guys. Case study. Case study. You never no, watched no. After Dark. They were videos. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> It's not my fault. That's Penny's fault for lack of knowledge. Yeah, Penny. She doesn't share. Fucking you're the, the meant to be social media. Where's the promotion? Come on. Fucking hell. Yeah, I don't even, how many episodes did we do of After Dark? Like half 13, a dozen? No, like a dozen. 13. We're doing video next time. So do <sighs> join us uh, for the live thing. If you can't make a live thing, uh, you can it's watch it. Live. Shut the fuck up. It is live. It's almost live. You can't live. tell people it's live when it's not. Yes, I can. Matt, All right. Uh, so is it, what is happening? Are you just doing this and then taping it? Yeah. Yeah, and we're then taping it's not live. Just that. Yeah. yeah. We're not doing anything else. Just that. <laughs> no, but then it's not live, is it? I know. That's why I keep telling him. Because I feel like I want to tune in and watch you guys, but it's, I can't. What difference does it make? It is live. It's, all, it, it's not it's, because I can't. I can't. I no, can't interact with you. because it's the first time you'll see it, and it will be going out on a live stream on the twenty eighth of June. It won't be a live stream because we're recording it next and week. YouTube, stop alive on Facebook. I feel and like YouTube Dan needs. I feel like Dan June needs to sort his life out. I'm a hype man. I like to create the illusion of hype. People like you to just fucking can't destroy lie to it. our audience. Like everyone else on this podcast, I'm like no, that's not right. You're like Peter trying to fucking use logic and science against me. can't lie to the audience. I just want to use a bit of magic every now oh and again. Oh my god. <laughs> it's not magic because it's not real life. It's not a thing. It's a magic. It's like you being like, and I'm going to be sitting down a potato. You're not going to be sitting down a potato. Jen, I've got some big fucking surprises for this fucking episode. Well, we, I won't know because I won't be able to tune in live. We'll no, you can tune in live on the radio. On the 28th of June, alive not- on Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> I'm going to find some news from next week when we record it and specifically talk about it so everyone Hold knows it's Hold up a newspaper for today's <laughs> <laughs> What's the socials, please? Oh. Well, if you Thanks. actually want to watch us not live on Facebook um, and on Instagram, we're at Unusual Suspects Pod and we're on Twitter at Unusual Podspect. I'm at Penny underscore Photopit on Twitter. You know the reason it's not 100% live is because I have to edit, edit fucking oh, are you Penny still going on about this? and Andy. Yeah, I am. I have to edit some of the shit they say. So that's why it's almost live. But it is live. I'm at Dan Talks a lot. Jenny doesn't Jenny. have a Twitter. So. Jenny hasn't got a Twitter. <laughs> I have a school Twitter. <laughs> no, I don't do anything. What's the Instagram? Is it private Instagram or is public? It's private because I'm a teacher. Okay. <laughs> so, do you want to plug anything? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> sandwiches. What's your sandwich of choice? Not avocado. He hates avocado. Um, There's no one's sandwich of choice. I would. I. You know what? I feel like you learn a lot about people with this question. I like a good coronation chicken. Ooh, oh, fuck like Apparently, that's bad. <laughs> What's yours then? Bacon brie and cranberry. Pre, yeah, and cranberry, yeah, and onion, and on- <laughs> red onion, and pen. 
just like a bacon sandwich on like squishy white bread with some ketchup and butter, butter and crisps. Always got no. crisps uh, with a sandwich. Go on to Twitter and tell us what your favourite sandwich is. I'm trying to be dad. Like and subscribe. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Miss you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, everyone. See you next Thank week. you, Jenny, Bye. very much for joining us. Thanks, Jenny. Bye. Bye. See you next half term. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>